in uh, all, all their work. They have something important to share, and I have conversations with these people, and I bring you those conversations. It's my delight. I This is the highlight of my week, I always say. I get to talk to people who I admire. Uh, people, maybe I get to know them because of the show, but they've done and they accomplish and they are co- accomplishing so much in their life that it's an honor and a privilege to get to have conversations with these folks. And I, I am always grateful that I get a chance to share those conversations with you. I, as I also like to say that this week in interview, we like to deal with contemporary topics, topics that's going on right now that's interested, but try to bring it from a different angle, a different perspective. I always think that if if you can find what we talk about on this week in interview by just um, clicking a mouse or, or scrolling through your phone or clicking your remote control, then there's no need for this week in interview. And so I'm always grateful when you, the listener, when you when you suggest topics that we can discuss, when you suggest guests that that would make interesting conversations, and um, and I'm always grateful for that. Uh, I'm delighted tonight to welcome um, listeners on RVR Jams Radio. RVM Jams Radio carries this week in interview live and we want to say thank you to the management of RVR Jams Radio for partnering with us. Check them out. R says Romeo Violet Romeo Jams J-A-M-Z Radio and check them out there online and, and give them some feedback. Show them some love. We're very grateful that they carry this week in interview. So all, you li- all of those listening to me right now on RVR Jams Radio. Welcome to this weekend interview. It's great having you. Tonight, on this weekend interview, of course, we're jumping right back into politics. You know, you know that's one of our favorite topics on here. And you know, people like to shun away from politics. They say, oh, I don't like to discuss politics. I don't discuss politics. But you cannot get away from politics. Because if, by definition, politics... Is the is the, is the system by which the the resources of the community is divided, and we get to know who gets to enjoy the resources. That's what politics is really. You pay your taxes. How are your tax dollars spent? How do you benefit from your tax dollars? Um, what kind of schools you have in your community so that your kids can go to school? What kind of health care you have? What opportunities you have for employment? Um, or what are the conditions of the roads so that your maintenance and your vehicle can be manageable? Everything that you do involves politics. So when when people say, oh, I don't discuss politics, I don't get involved in politics, I, I, I don't think they mean politics. They probably mean something else. But tonight on this weekend interview, I have the public relations officer, Mr. Steve Benjamin of the United Workers' Party. You know, there are a few parties in Dominica. There's the Freedom Party as well. And um, there's Peapod. There is um, Leonard Papi Baptist. I don't remember the name of his party, but he's been one of the more consistent political figures in the country um, with his PA system, his own bully pulpit going around and and spreading his message. But in real contention for, for the next election, um, we have the ruling Dominica Labour Party, 
and we have the official opposition party, United Workers Party. Uh, and so tonight, I am interviewing the public relations officer of the United Workers Party. And uh, my, my purpose for inviting him on the show is because I would like to give him the opportunity to to outline the vision of the United Workers Party for Dominica and to make the case for, before you that when you choose a, a, a representative, when you go to the next election, that you would choose the United Workers Party. So he's going to make that case. His name is Steve Benjamin, and I'm going to have him on the line. He'll be joining me on the line from Dominica. But let's listen to Mikkel Henderson as she does the the CARICOM anthem. And when we come back, I will have Steve on the line, and we're going to be talking vision, United Workers Party vision for the development of Dominica. Let's listen to Mikkel first. Though. From many distant lands Our forefathers came Some seeking adventure Some bound in chains Through battles waged and fought Through victory and pain By test of their courage Our freedom was gained In homage to those gone before us The heroes of lands in the sun We vow to join hands and to focus On building one Caribbean Raise your voices high Sing of your Caribbean pride Queen 
right, listeners, I uh, want to say welcome back. Every, every time we listen to Mikkel do that song, she does such an excellent job doing the Caricom anthem. And every time I listen to the lyrics of the song, I am, you know, strengthened in my conviction that one day, one day Caribbean people are going to see the benefit of moving forward as one people. I, I look to what's happening in Venezuela um with 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 the with you know the US back pressure on on president maduro and and while i think the people of venezuela need need relief because um inflation has been rampant it gives me a lot of pause because i i personally think that a lot of the problems that's in venezuela was created by the united states and and her allies canada and europe so that they could get at Venezuela's oil. We don't see them intervening in other countries where atrocities are taking place. So we know it's not about humanitarian. We we saw the same thing in in Zimbabwe. Well Rhodesia it was at the time um, when the Europeans controlled all the means of production and refused to let the Africans in. And when when the, that revolution happened and and Mugabe eventually handed the land back to the people. Um, his country was isolated economically and, and physically, and um, they turned Mugabe into a monster until eventually he had to go. So that's, what, that's a model that we see happen all around us. Um, leaders are turned into monsters, and they become unpalatable to their to their population and then they have to go so it worries me especially when when donald trump and mike pence decides that they can they like somebody a particular person to be in charge of venezuela that frightens me um, in terms of getting their hands on the wealth of of venezuela venezuela is one of the richest countries in the world in terms of resources and we know that's what that is for that that you know gives me pause to admire people like Fidel Castro, for he was able to to withstand them without necessarily turning his country into into the mess that we see in Venezuela right now. But anyway, I stray. Although I said tonight our our topic is 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 political, uh, my guest tonight is Mr. Steve Benjamin. He is the public relations officer for United Workers Party in Dominica, the official opposition party in Dominica. The leader, um, Honorable Lennox Linton, has been on the program a few times. Steve himself has been on the program before. So Steve, before I go much further, let me give you a warm welcome back to this weekend interview. It's a, it's a pleasure to have you. Yes, let me say good evening to you and your listeners. It is indeed a, a pleasure to be with you and your listeners tonight. So on behalf of the leadership and, and members of the United Workers' Party, I want to say thanks for, for being with you and, and your listeners. Right. And, you know, as I said, as I told listeners, Steve, um, you know, it, it's the start of the year, it's the new year, and I wanted to, to, to bring you on fresh in the year when everybody is making plans and everybody is taking stock of what happened last year and what they would like to accomplish this year. I think it's a good time for, for a political party to come back and to remind the population 
as to what they are proposing what is the case that they are making to to convince them to to vote for that particular party to form the government but still you know we pick up a lot of new guests especially since the last time we've had you i know we've added quite a few listeners so i want to i want to start off by having you reintroduce or introduce the, the united workers party to the listeners tell them about the united workers party your philosophy anything the history of the party just bring them up to speed so that when we talk about the united workers party they have a fair idea of what we're talking about oh, oh very well very well in talking about age of political organization the united workers party is, is relatively a new party compared to the Dominica Labour Party and the Freedom Party. We, the party, United Workers Party, is about 25, 26 years old. And, and we spent four and a half years in government under the leadership of Edison James. And, and it's a record that the world should know, especially Dominicans living in the diaspora, because we recognize the contribution that agriculture can play and has played in Dominica, and we placed a lot of emphasis on agriculture. We placed a lot of emphasis on education. Education party. We placed a lot of emphasis on, on tourism also. So so the, the, the United Workers Party do have a, a track record in its four and a half years in government. For example, we established tourism office in New York, London and Paris. And while we did that advertising the country, we embarked on a program to build an international airport in the Woodford Hill, Wesley area. We were able to attract part funding from the EU, the European Union, from the Taiwanese at the time, and, and the Eastern Caribbean um, governments agreed to, to give us the, the funding from the European Union to assist us the funding that was allocated for the region to give us it to assist us in the construction of the airport. We purchased the lands in the Woodford Hill area for the proposed airport. We did all the feasibility studies, all the plans, the farmers were paid for the for the lands and so on. So we did embark on a massive project to build an international jet airport for Dominica some 18, 19 years ago. We we spent a lot of money in education because we recognize Steve, Steve, if we Steve, educate I, I, Steve, I don't want you to, I don't want you to jump too far ahead um so early okay. in the interview. Um I because yeah. I, I, I intend to handle each one of those areas individually and and to have you lay it out as well. I know you you're trying to establish okay. the, the work of the government um of United Workers Party when they're in government for four years ago. Um, so, so let, why don't I just jump right in? Um, let's yeah. talk about agriculture. Let's talk about agriculture. Um, if you want, you can, you can frame your your proposal uh, uh, in terms of what what the party did while it was in power for four and a half years. But what is the vision that the United Workers Party has for agriculture in Dominica? The truth is, we want Dominica to be the best place to live, to work, and to enjoy life. Recognizing the nature of Dominica, a lot of rainfall, rainfall and fertile soil, we would be happy to see that rural Dominica, persons living in the, in the villages remain there. And the only way we can do that is to invest in agriculture. So the United Workers Party is going to invest heavily 
in agriculture, in getting people to stay where they live and, and create the necessary markets, the necessary connections between the farm and the market. We're going to do a lot of contract farming. For example, when we were in government four and a half years ago, we were able to ship dashin to California and, and we were able to, to still benefit from the trade with England. But recognizing the, the challenges we faced, we, we recognize that we have to diversify and, and boost the tourism sector so we could fall back. So, yeah, yeah so, so you, you see agriculture as playing a, a pivotal role in the development of, of, of Dominica. And that is what, that's what you're proposing that United Workers Party government would do. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. For, for example, um, simple things like jelly, coconuts. Jelly water is selling like hot bread. A small container of jelly water on the streets of Rose or a small bottle a liter is 5 and $10. The, we are aware that at Hurricane Maria destroyed it, the, 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 the acreage. Mm-hmm. The United Workers Party is proposing to cultivate some 12,000 acres of coconut. The government, and I want to appreciate the fact that the government spent some $4 million after Maria to purchase back DCP, but they spent not one cent in respect to putting money in the hands of the farmers to cultivate coconuts. So what is happening now? Copper is being imported to Dominica. We are saying no. We are saying we can create the copper in Dominica by empowering the farmers, creating jobs in the process, do contract farming where we actually pay farmers to plant coconuts, give them the necessary fertilizer to maintain the coconuts until they go into production. We are also saying we are seeing an emergence in the cannabis industry. We are following the United States, Colorado. We have seen in recent time um, um, Canada legalizing marijuana and cannabis specifically for medicine for use in medicine. We are saying in Dominica, there is a niche market there. We will be visiting that field in respect to having young persons trained in the United States to come back and and grow cannabis here for commercial use. We will be passing the relevant legislation when we get into government to facilitate that process. So yes, there is money to be made in agriculture. Just in Guadeloupe, Team Dominica, the United Workers Party, visit there in 2014. And what we saw there shocked us. Ginger. China is sold in Guadeloupe, euro a kilo. That is unfortunate. Dashin is being sold in Guadeloupe for four euro a kilo, while we have farmlands on the vine and forests in Dominica. We are prepared to work hand-in-hand with those regional markets to ensure that when the farmer produce, they have access to markets in the region. All right. So your vision for agriculture is really to really revive the sector and to make it play a pivotal role. Let's, let's, let's go to healthcare. I, I know, um, let's talk about what you see as the current state of healthcare in Dominica and what the United Workers Party um, would, would do to improve the health outcome for Dominicans? Yes. Um, the United Workers Party is concerned about these health services. Some people mysteriously believe that healthcare is a big building. No. It's the services that is required for emergencies especially. And, and Dominicans in the diaspora can admit 
that Dominica Healthcare right now is in a terrible state. We do not even have the physical structures. The United Workers Party will definitely invest in healthcare. For example, we, we have a situation in Marigot where 50 years ago there was a building with services serving the entire Northeast, including the Manvinol Airport, with medical care. And four years ago, the government allowed termites to have the hospital closed down. And four years now, there is no hospital in Marigot. And the services is next to nothing. It's a a health center in Wesley that is being used to service the airport and the people in the area. So that is for, we are saying we need to make healthcare a priority, especially for the sea. Citizens that are returning from England and America, having spent 20, 30, 40 years in the first world with first care health facilities, now they come back home is a nightmare for them. Some of them are returning. We want to stop the tide of Dominicans going back to Europe and say, look, we will fix the healthcare system the same way we're going to fix the road infrastructure so that when they hear, they will feel comfortable. And not only will they feel comfortable, their children back in the in the diaspora will also feel comfortable that the parents are down here and that the healthcare system is in good condition. Yeah, that's a major that's a major issue. Um because if if we want people to, to retire back to Dominica because we know one of the one of the things that can help the economy is if all of, if so many of the Dominicans who go overseas to work, a lot of them desire to retire in Dominica and they would get that steady monthly retirement income. But but that absence of a quality healthcare is one of the major concerns. The other the other concern that um, Dominicans have in terms of healthcare is that for so many of the basic services, it seems you have to. The answer is to travel out of the country to get the healthcare. Uh, so I want to spend a little more time on healthcare and just talk about that a little bit and what and and, and how. How you would be able to assure citizens that that those are those are, that that kind of healthcare system is something that would improve under United Workers Party government? Oh, oh yes, and let me tell you something now. When we were in government for four and a half years, we were able to send twenty-one individuals to study medicine. You know, that is the the level of interest we had in in the health health of our people and a healthy nation. Is, is what you want. A healthy nation is a productive nation. We have hundreds of doctors, Dominican doctors working in various parts of the world that are willing and ready to assist, in most cases free of charge, to assist our health system in Dominica to provide services sometimes when they return on holidays, other times when they retire. We have to understand that the system to appreciate them to do that is easy sometimes because of political ideologies and thinking people are locked out of the system i'm aware of some doctors that come in with container load of stuff and in this regard i want to commend some individuals in the in the new jersey area that just provide some healthcare items you know, for the Woodford Tail Health Center. So so we will work hand in hand with the diaspora to ensure that those equipments that are needed, not only in Roseau, but in the different catchment areas, we can get it. And the, the, the transaction in respect to customs 
will be facilitated easier. We will not have a, a, de a department for diaspora affairs just for the namesake, but to really work with the persons living in the diaspora to facilitate quick movements and quick um, transactions in respect to serving them and facilitating what they have to offer. But clearly, our healthcare system is in a terrible state and we will be paying attention to it. All right, so let's just turn our attention to young people. Um, we have a party in government right now. This year will be 19 years. So, so essentially, we have, and the voting age in Dominica is 18. So we have young voters, people who are going to be eligible to vote in the next election, who all they've known is a Labour Party government. I, I, I want you to spend some time talking to the youth, the young people. And while you do that, uh, if you can focus on employment, sports, and culture, you can take it employment by itself and sports and culture together or whatever. But let's, let's talk to the young people in Dominica who only know United Workers Party government as something historical. And all they've known is uh, a Labour Party government. So in, anywhere between let us say 30 years old and down. Because when you're 10 years old, you're just starting to become aware of politics. So you're talking about a really large um, swath of the young voters who all they know is a Labour Party government. So I'm going to let you spend some time and talk to these young people. And if, while you're doing that, in addition to whatever else you want to talk, tell them, I want you to talk about employment and I want you to talk about sports and culture. We, in 2014, we made a commitment to the Dominican people that if they voted the United Workers Party in, we would be able to create 3,000 jobs in five, 5,000 jobs, sorry, in three years. Because we recognize that when somebody is working, they are independent. They can walk into the bank or the credit union, take a, a loan and build a, build a home for themselves, buy a car, go to work, drop off their daughter in the preschool and then move on to work. Jobs is what builds a country. The United Workers Party recognize that. That is why the United Workers Party embarked on the construction of an international airport to create wealth for the country so that persons would be building the airport, creating wealth for themselves. Tourism would jumpstart. It would be, they would have jobs in the tourism sector. And at the end of the day, young persons would be getting employment. We have a situation after Maria where the young people who left and went to Antigua and St. Lucia to, to rescue from the, from the home, homelessness. 80% of them got work. Most of them stayed. Some of them are coming back and they're seeing what is happening in the region. We are saying as a political organization, five years is a reasonable time to ask a political organization to stay in government. After five years, if you have no job, if there is hopelessness, you have a right to change, to try another political organization. The United Workers Party is saying to you, you can try another organi political organization. It is, it is okay. We are ready. We have a track record of performance in government between 1995 and 2000. We are ready to move Dominica forward, moving, moving forward, forward right now. 
the United Workers Party have identified some some areas where we can quickly put money in the hands of of people moving forward. The entire agricultural sector was destroyed. We need to rebuild Dominica. We need to recultivate Dominica. We need to put thousands of plants generally back in the soil. We need to transform Dominica, make it really green again. Yes, it is green, lush green, but green in terms of putting money in the pocket of the farmers. We can do that. And we are saying most countries in the world, they ask for four years as in America, five years in Britain, six years, seven years in Venezuela. Dominica is five years. It is reasonable to give a political organization five years in government. If at the end of the day you're still hopeless, you still do not have a job, you can change the political party you've been voting till better come. So let's talk about sports and culture still. Yes, yes. The United Workers Party was the one who created the World Creole Music Festival, a flagship um, enterprise up to today. After 18 years in government, the, the Dominican Labour Party has not come up with one idea to bring in people into this country to create employment, to create investment. We are saying there is money to be making, made in culture and, and, and music. We have allocated in our last manifesto the monies we, we are prepared to put aside to facilitate that, to encourage our youth to be involved in, in sports. We we, when we were in government, we embarked on, a, on the construction of a sports stadium. When the new government came in, they dug it up. If you travel into Roseau, you will see this, this steel at the port, and they built a new one. But unfortunately, sports is hardly being played there, only cricket. We are saying it is time that we engage the youth in sports, rehabilitate the sporting fields across the country. If you drive across the, the countryside, all you see is grass on the playing fields. We are saying it is very important to keep our young people active and have a place to, to exhale their, their energies. So we are prepared to spend a lot of money in sports and, and culture, keep our, our music alive keep our culture alive because that is money and money is what we need to move forward in life. So as we talk about sports and culture, we talk about young people. I want to bring in education because those, those I mean, when we talk to young people, that is the thing that's important to them, education, training, and, we, and, and which leads to employ, employment. And since we are in culture and sports, um, how do you assess the, the the role or, or the place of sports and culture currently in our education system, and how would the United Workers Party government um, change that? Before before you answer, let me give me a moment to say that um, you're listening to TDN Radio, and um, this is this week in interview. I'm your host Anthony Drago. In case you joined us late, my guest tonight is Mr. Steve Benjamin. He's a public relations officer for the United Workers Party, the, the main opposition party in Dominica. And um, tonight he is with us outlining the party's vision, the party's plan, and uh, he's making a case, a proposal to the Dominican voting um, electors 
to 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 give United Workers Party the opportunity to form the next government, and with that proposal comes premises of of better governance, better life, and so on. So, Steve, you were we were still on the young people. I wanted to be able to bring education, but segueing from the role that you see, excuse me, sports and uh, and culture playing in our education system. What's happening now, and how would it be different or improved on the United Workers Party government? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clearly, clearly, sports, sports. We the most I can say about sports is that we have a minister specifically responsible for sports, and one specifically responsible for culture. But actually, on the ground, nothing is going on. We need to join those two ministries for efficiency and for cohesion. For 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 each party to know exactly what is going on, we will definitely have to call a, a meeting of the minds involving the young persons moving forward. But definitely there is millions of dollars to be made in, in sports and culture and not only that, to mold the lives of our young people, to mold the lives, to move away from violence and, and the, the, the decay in society. We must pay serious attention to sports and culture, and we will start by having a symposium to deal with that. All right. So let's talk about education a little bit more. Um, I know the current government said they had as their objective to have a college graduate in every home in Dominica. Um, I don't know if United Workers Party has a similar um, clear goal or objective or whatever it is, but but how, how would a United Workers Party government administer education from, from, from preschool all the way up to as high as we think Dominican education should go? How, how would you, how would that, how would, what would that, what would that look like on the United Workers Party government? The, the, the truth is the, the, the vision of a, of a college graduate and every home is, is part of the United Workers Party vision. But, but it is sort of empty if after you get the, the degree, there is no way to go more than out of Dominica. That is why during the time the United Workers Party was in government, we organized a, a school feeding program, basic education reform project, we provided textbooks for students because we realized some of the students' parents couldn't afford the textbook. So across the board, every child had access to free textbook. We increased access to secondary education, and it's something we will continue to, to do. The technical wing at the time of the Dupini Technical College was, was increased. We extended a number of schools across the country. The Where's Maragot Government School the Kasibu Secondary School, where one never existed before, we built one there so that rural Dominica could be ed educated. The Grand Bay Secondary School was built by the United Workers Party. There never existed where there never existed a school before in our vision to ensure that the entire Dominica is educated. New wing at the Portsmouth Secondary School. We constructed the pub Portsmouth Public Library also, a holistic approach and taking up the entire country. You understand? And our, our, and, and again, we increase the, the budgetary allocation for, for tertiary education from some $300,000 to $3 million. 
So we, we, we definitely have a holistic approach. And when the students are educated by developing our tourism product, by developing our agricultural sector, those students can come back home and create jobs for themselves. But more than that, be engaged in the, in the widening of the economy that we had proposed and, and we did. Yeah. All right. Um, the next area I wanted to deal with is tourism. Let's talk tourism. Um, what type of tourism does the United Workers Party think is, is, is best suited for Dominica? And um, how, what kind of infrastructure would, would we put in place? How would we go about marketing the country? Um, let's just talk tourism for Dominica. Any, any government that is serious about tourism must pay attention to accessing Dominica. And I mean, persons living in the diaspora knows that you have to have a master degree to enter Dominica and leave on time with your luggages. So if we are serious about bringing in investors we have and tourists, we have to pay attention to access. That is why over 70, over 18 years ago, the United Workers Party embarked on the construction of an international jet airport so that the to- a tourist can leave a, a, an apartment in New York or London jump on an aircraft and exit the aircraft a couple hours later in Dominica. That is the first step. While we were doing the preparatory work for the construction of the International Jet Airport, we were in discussions with individuals for the construction of hotels. That is why we purchased the Londonderry Estate. It was for village extension to relocate persons whose land we took, but most importantly, to build hotels for persons interest, that was interested. We developed tourism sites. We proceeded to develop tourism sites. The Montopiton National Park was enlisted as a World Heritage Site, first in the Caribbean. The tourism facilities in Trafalgar, the Emerald Pool, and the Cabrits were upgraded and built. We built a tourism reception center at the Indian River, a stronghold of the Labour Party in the Portsmouth area. We put politics aside when we came into government and governed the country. We and and most importantly, the World Creole Music Festival to attract persons into the Dominica. We intend to build on those on those things to have more festivals. And to, to ensure one of the things we, we, we are intend to embark on also is to create a sort of retirement home for not only for Dominicans living in the diaspora, a retirement village, a retirement town, but even Americans who want to come in the sun and, and, and retire can come low income houses and it will generate jobs and, and, and wealth. We cherish the presence of Ross University School of Medicine in Dominica, that was in itself a tourism plant, a tourism product. And we did everything in our, in our powers in government at the time to facilitate the growth of, of Ross University. One of the things we will be doing when we get into government, hopefully at the ending of this year, is to look for another um, um, institution like the Ross University School of Medicine, 
to bring back into Dominica so we can have a foundation to build on in terms of stayover tourism. Because stayover tourism is critical. When the tourists come on the boat, they spend a few dollars. But the stayover tourism, sleep in a hotel, somebody had to clean the room, prepare the bed, and bus had to take them from there to another point. It creates more wealth. Light bill, more light bill, more air conditioning. It creates more wealth. So we are very much interested in stayover tourism. We believe it's the way to go. Nature tourism, we also believe, is the way to go. And, and blending it with our agriculture, because a lot of people believe in the wellness tourism, where you come to Dominica, the nature island of the world, you get your drink, you get your eat, you get probably your smoke, your cannabis um, healing, and you go back on an aircraft, straight back to your home, re-energize, reborn. That is the kind of Dominica we want to create, where we have a decent and a proper tourism sector with an international airport that can that can pay for itself. All right. Now I want to I want to talk about our indigenous people for, for a minute. We have the Kalinago people. Uh, the I'm from Castle Bruce, so I grew up right next door to the Kalinago people. And I know they are a very marginalized section of our population. I, I think they my opinion is that they've been very neglected. Um, in terms of their needs and their and their development, I I, w- I would like you to talk about United Workers Party interest in preserving, in uplifting, and in creating a better standard of living for the Kalinago people and and their children. Yeah, we, we have we have been working with with closely with with um, the Honorable Claudia Stanford, former Senator of the United Workers Party and former Deputy Leader, and we have articulated a vision for the Kalinago people. When we were in government, before and a half years we were there, we brought water to the Kalinago territory. We also extended the Kalinago territory by some eighty something acres of land. So the Kalinago are close to our heart. The Kalinago has a challenge. The biggest challenge is, is accessing monies in the bank because of the nature of the, the land. The land is not owned individually, but it is more or less owned by the council to some extent. So we understand that we have already made a commitment that we would provide the Kalinago territory with a couple million dollars so that they can then lend on to to the to the local Kalinago people for for development of themselves as a person. In recent times we have heard of some money the Venezuelan government did made available for for that, but I understand it was diverted to to housing. But yes the Kalinago is part quick. of let's, let's talk about that a little bit. Like you can spend a few minutes and talk about that. You said that there was money that was allocated to the Kalinago people that is still in not they have not received the the money was held by the government and instead of using it for what it was intended to be used as a sort of a to open a bank for the Kalinago people, the government used it for housing. Mm. So the government just say, okay, the money end up spending for housing. housing no, no, we ter- must housing in the territory or housing in general. In, yeah. No, in the territory, okay. in the territory, okay. Okay. but very little. Um, um, 50, um, Fifty million dollars of housing in the Carib territory. 
Yeah, we're not sure how much. I, I don't remember clearly how much it was right now, but the, the records are there that Venezuela did provide a couple million dollars to the government for the Kalinago territory, specifically for that. Because a number of Kalinagos sit in council and decided to, to request the money specifically for that, but the government chose otherwise. We also, as a nation, have to remember that the Kalinago is an asset to our tourism product. A number of persons come into Dominica specifically to meet and greet the Kalinago people. So we recognize that and we will be paying proper attention to the Kalinagos to ensure that not only the country benefits, but they as a people benefit. I think it's important. I, I think the Kalinago people deserve more than they're getting right now. And um, I, I really think the idea of, uh, of some kind of a credit union that would help them to be able to access financing for, for their own development is, is, a, is a good idea. Uh, Steve, the, the, the last area that I have that I want you to talk about is the area of the, the diaspora. The, how would the United Workers Party government um, relate and deal with Dominicans and friends of Dominica who don't currently reside in Dominica? But how would you go about harnessing that resource and being able to and giving it the opportunity to contribute to the development of the country? The, the diaspora is clearly an asset. The diaspora is an asset not just to the United Workers Party, but to Dominica. And, and the United Workers Party believes strongly that we can build Dominica for Dominicans and that Dominicans must come first. Not Chinese, not Indians, but Dominicans must come first. In this regard, we will not leave out the diasporans that have expertise in so many fields. We will welcome them home, and, and we even now, while we're in opposition, we are w- opening our arms wide open, wide open, asking them to come on board, join Team Dominica with your expertise in management and all of the fields in medicine, all of the f- expertise you have. We are uh, developing states. We do not, we will not be able to pay you the, the kind of money you deserve. But to give back to your country, I know you will accept the, the little pittance you, you, we will give you in some instance. Some of you, I know because I have worked with a lot of persons returning from the diaspora that are even prepared to give r- rather than receive. So the United Workers Party know fully well that our human resource is very rich in the diaspora and we will be inviting you to join us. We are inviting you now to join us with your expertise to build this country. The only challenge we have right now with the diaspora is that because of the of the nature of, of the Dominican Labour Party, they are exploiting persons living in the diaspora by paying them tickets to come down and vote. We are saying if the, the persons living in the diaspora can buy their own ticket and come to Dominica and vote for the party they choose, we have absolutely no problem with that. The only problem is when you allow the ruling party with the resources of the state to pay you specifically and give you pocket change specifically to come and keep them in government. But other than that, you are an asset to us. We need you to build our country. All right. Now, so those were the areas that I wanted you to outline. And thank you for, for, for laying that out really clearly. 
and, and succinctly. And, and always a very short time, but you did a, a pretty good job in, in summarizing the, the position and the vision of the party in those different areas. Now, as much as we want to stay away from identity politics and personality politics, as much as we want to stay away from that, at the end of the day, politics involves people or somebody standing up in front of you and making a case and asking you to give them your vote. So I want you to spend a little bit of time and let's talk about what you see as a contrast or compare and contrast the current Prime Minister of Dominica, Roosevelt Skerritt, to the leader of the United Workers Party who you are proposing would be the Prime Minister if the United Workers Party were to win the election. So I, I want you to lay out a, a div, the difference that Dominicans would see from what happens with the existing, what's happening with the existing Prime Minister as we speak, and for the last, he's been Prime Minister for what, maybe 15 years now, and if Mr. Lennox Linton were to become the next Prime Minister of Dominica. Well, well clearly, the, the Honorable Lennox Linton is a more mature individual. individual. He comes in with maturity, with experience, and, and, and when I say experience, working experience, not only in Dominica, but in the region with management of, of business in the private sector and human resource management. He worked in the region and he, as we all know, he worked extensively in media. Lennox Linton, I mean, no matter anybody who wants to say something about him will admit that he's an honest man and his track record speaks to that. Because the, United, the, the, the government, the people, the government and people of Dominica lost a hundred million dollars in the Lyo River Hotel saga. Lennox Linton went on trial for that because he took the company involved to task and was asking where the money go. And because he didn't have the legal skills to ask the question properly, he was almost crucified in the courts. But the people stood with him. The government, Mr. Skerritt is in government for 15 years as prime minister, 19 years as a member of the Labour Party in government, and cannot see it fit to carry out a commission of inquiry into where the money gone. Lennox Linton, in his capacity as a citizen of Dominica, was able to investigate the fertilizer transaction where government had to return over $600,000 to the treasury of Dominica. That is the type of person Lennox Linton is. The bin transaction, where over half a million dollars through Lennox Linton investigation had to be returned to the Treasury of Dominica. Lennox Linton is an honest man. The problem Dominica has is that millions and millions and millions of dollars is given to the country and we cannot see what, where it's going, what it is done for. Mr. Linton believes in transparency. He believes when you have a million dollars in two years' time, that million dollars supposed to give the state three million dollars, like an investment. And that is the type of person Mr. Linton is. I remember in the corridors of, of management meeting, when meeting was closing up some 10 days before the 2014 general elections, Mr. Linton addressed management and said, and I quote, ladies and gentlemen, 
if you are caught accepting a bribe, you will be on your own. This sends shockwaves to management. He do not believe in nonsense. I remember in recent times, the Honorable Lennox Linton had somebody as a secretary in his in this constituency office in Marigot. And she could not account for some 10 or 14 days when she's supposed to be in the office working for the state. And what he did as an honest man that believes whether it's his personal money or the money for the state, it has to be properly accounted for. He withdrew from the wages of the young lady and signed a check and returned it to the state. That is what we need in government. We need politicians to respect the resources of the state because it's the first time in the history of this country has Dominica received so much millions of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars, yet we are dead broke. But more than that, we have a national debt of $1.5 billion. I believe Lennox Linton is a very honest man, a family man, married for over 30 years, well poised to move this country from hopelessness to prosperity. I would advise you to give him a chance. All right. Now, let's talk in general now. I don't know if there's, if there's other things that I haven't asked you that you would like to, 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 to bring up. Um, but you can just continue to, to out to lay out. The, the the vision of the party for Dominica, um, maybe we can even put it in the sense of okay, we're in two thousand, we're approaching two thousand and twenty. If we do a ten-year outlook, what would and let us say United Workers Party were to become in, were to get into power the next election, let's say by twenty twenty, in ten years, describe what life in Dominica would be like under United Workers Party government. Oh boy. Oh boy. Well, well, the truth is when you, when you leave Antigua and you come into Dominica, you wouldn't be surprised because entering the VC Bird International Airport, you, you tend to believe that you enter in a first world country. So when you come, but when you come to Dominica, it's like you're entering an airstrip in the jungles of Central America. This would change because we have all the infrastructural plans and so on for the jet airport. And with the airport, we will see the development of hotels, etc., to follow. I heard the Honorable Prime Minister in the Parliament of Dominica this week boasting of the number of friends he have, European Union and all of the Canada and so on. But what is sad, none of those countries have the confidence in him to build an international airport for him. It tells a lot. It tells a lot. The Canadians have been with us since the, the time of the Freedom Party and then Eugenia, Eugenia Charles. They funded the Coconut Rehabilitation Project. We are going to fund a coconut rehabilitation project that are going to see Dominica with coconuts to export. We are going to rebuild this country if it means we go as far as Israel for citrus plants. We are going to bring back citrus in this country. I, we have seen lime on supermarket shelf in Antigua for $15 a pound. 
$15. There is no lime in Dominica. We are going to put the farmers back in the field, create the employment. When you come to Dominica, a farmer will be able to pack his van from his farm and jump in his car and go into town. Today, farmers are driving wheelbarrows. We are going to transform the social fabric of the Dominican society. We are going to ensure that Dominicans can build real homes, not apartment buildings where you have to be conscious of your neighbor when you're playing your music, when your ch- where your children will be behind burglar bars, do not have a proper place to play. We are going to develop this country so that it be, really becomes the best place to live, the best place to work, the best place to enjoy life. So that when persons retire from the diaspora and they come back home, they will not, after two, three years, pack their bag and go back like my sister did a few years ago. And so much other Dominicans doing because the infrastructure is not in place. We will build the proper roads. We will modernize our school, ensure that computers, modern computers, are at the front and at the front of the students so that they can excel. We will ensure that parents do not have to run behind ministers' vehicle for textbook but that the textbook will be made available on the school compound for our students. We will ensure that the markets in Barbados are reached by our farmers. We will buy a modern vessel to transport agricultural produce to the region. There is markets there. The farmers have lost hope. They are not lazy. They have lost hope because when they produce, there is no connection between their production and the market. We are saying we are going to put back millions of dollars in the fisheries subsector. So when the fishermen go on sea, they do not have to come on the side of the road blowing shell as they do now. When we were in government, the United Workers' Party placed $2 million in the fishery division and we bought all the fish that the fishermen caught so that they didn't have to stay on the side with blowing shell. And we sold it in Guadeloupe and, Saint, and, Saint, and Miami and the Virgin Islands. We are saying Dominica is rich in its human resource capacity. It is rich in soil and rich in rainfall. We can make Dominica the envy of the world That is our intention. We have a solid team led by a visionary leader, the Honorable Lennox Linton. We believe in 10 years, hundreds of Dominicans who ran away from this country after Maria and Erica will be coming back home in droves to make Dominica their home. Thank you. Thank you, Steve. That was well said. And I, I know an hour is a short time. There are other things that we, we, we haven't touched on. We didn't talk about energy sector. We didn't talk about our water and all of that. But I, I, you did such an excellent job in laying out the vision. I, I'm going to invite you back um, in the near future so we can continue this conversation. We can reinforce it. Maybe we can pick one or two of them and go into a little bit more detail. But I think we accomplished what I wanted for tonight. I wanted to. I wanted us to lay out the vision, to lay out, to make the case of what a United Workers Party government would would look like and would how they would perform. I like the fact that you spoke about accountability and transparency. So, Steve, thank you so much, and I wish you and the party all the best um, in the next election. It sounds like you have the best 
for Dominica at heart, and that is all we would want from a political party. So, so thank you so much. Yes, I, I want to thank you for the for the opportunity, and I'm, and you are always welcome to call on me I, because this year, two thousand nineteen, we need to educate the Dominican people because they they slide. We have to stem it. The United Workers Party is ready. Thank you. Thank you so much, listeners. There you have it. The hour just went by. Um, the public relations officer, Mr. Steve Benjamin of United Workers Party, was making the case for asking for your vote and the next general election in Dominica to allow them to allow United Workers Party to form the next government. A excellent, excellent presentation, I think. Um, we, I hope we didn't rush it too much, but I wanted to cover as much ground as possible. We are going to have him back. I always enjoy having Steve on because um, he, he's always clear. His thoughts are clear. And he he says what what he you know he, he lays it out very 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 clearly for us to to be able to follow. I I, I took note of some of your text messages, um, quite a few text messages um, from quite a few people while this, while while the show was going on, um, and and I hope I was able to answer some of some of the questions that that, that Steve was able to answer some of the questions that that you pose but uh, one more time we are at the end of this weekend interview i know some of you are concerned that the hour is short but i think the hour forces us to be succinct um next week next week i want to do a health program i as a matter of fact i want to i want to repeat a health program that we did a couple of years ago um, encouraging people to get their colonoscopy, to go get their self checked. Um, I think that is so important, and that and that that show is so well made that that is my intention to do it over next week. So you should make sure you make note to tune in uh, to this week in interview next week because we we certainly would like you to um to to now is a good time. You should always be taking care of your health, but now is a good time to recommit yourself to yourself, to taking care of yourself and to taking charge of your health. Thank you for, for staying with me. Um, thank you to my producer and engineer, Sam. Um, uh, we have a new station, a new partner that is, that is carrying us um, live. Um, he is... Um, yeah, RVR Jams Radio. R like Romeo, Violet Romeo, Jams, Jams with a Z, Radio. Thank you, uh, you know, management of Jams Radio, RVR Jam Radio for partnering with us. And if you're listening to us on that on that station, welcome. And let's do this again next week, Wednesday, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 9 p.m. Dominica. And I'm going to say good night. I'm your host, Anthony Drago. Have a great weekend. Have a wonderful week. And I will see you this time next week. Good night.